2: From Studio C. Teasing your... It's a dimly lit room where, deep within the bowels, of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and hey everybody, buddy, today,
3: Tuesday, last day of the month, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. You know, I'm going to go with the surprise choice today just because I'm so amused, and there's so much just serious, depressing crap going on in the world. I'm going with amusement. My general manager this morning is Bernie Sanders. That's right, Michael. Bernard Sanders. And I'll tell you why. Who is this? Bernard Sanders. That's the guy. Uh, Jason tweeted out the following poster of his big new tour that Bernie's doing. He's doing shows in theaters across, I'm guessing, the Northeast, where people are kind of hot for this sort of thing. The name of the presentation is... Senator Bernie Sanders, it's okay to be angry about capitalism. Tickets are $35 to $95. Oh, my God. Doors open at 6.30, shows at 8. Tickets are non-transferable until 24 hours prior to the show. Any tickets suspected of being purchased for the sole purpose of reselling can be canceled at the discretion of. The-
1: <laughs>
3: Ninety-five dollars to hear somebody yes! talk about the evils of capitalism. <laughs> it's too perfect. It's just so wonderful. Thank you, Bernie. Thank you for lifting our spirits. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. I just didn't know.
3: Hey, I missed this story yesterday. I was just reading
2: it seconds ago. So uh, the president was touting electric vehicles again yesterday, as he o- is often doing, was posing in a $90,000 General Motors electric Hummer um, SUV that mm-hmm. would not qualify for the nope. rebate that he passed <laughs> no. and was touting. I mean, it's just not even know. close. <laughs> but um, Toyota's CEO yesterday, It's this is in the Wall Street Journal said he, he called himself a spokesman for the silent majority of people in the auto industry who question the focus on EVs. This is the CEO of Toyota. Oh, yeah. Folks are starting to speak out. Yep. He said, I am the spokesman for a silent majority who question the focus on EVs. He argued that hybrid gas electric vehicles like the Prius are environmentally friendly, but pushing consumers to make the leap into EVs, we're not ready for that. We don't have the infrastructure in place. It's
3: just it's not there yet. Wow. That's uh, that's a pretty big deal. Well, and again, the inputs to an electric vehicle, never mind the power generation. But the uh, the inputs are incredibly expensive, difficult and environmentally damaging. Hey, all uh, of the rare metals that go into it. Hey, Mr.
2: President, the CEO of Toyota says, yeah, electric vehicles is not really not yet anyway. And I speak for a lot of people in the auto industry, he says. And I always have to point this out because it drives me crazy as a guy who drives a Tesla. The president pushing electric vehicles still has never had the Tesla, The word Tesla cross his lips. The only no. vehicle that's made a dent in the world of electric vehicles. Tesla he won't talk about for all kinds of political reasons. Which shows you that the whole, this is an existential threat, we're all going to die, is a fraud. Because if it was actually an existential threat and we're all going to die, you'd put aside your problems with... You know, the unions and Trump allowing Trump on Twitter or whatever it is you don't like about Elon um uh, and mention the only electric car company that has an
3: infrastructure. Of course, or at least mention them in with the rest of them. But, yeah, it's taboo. It's like saying, you know, a Voldemort or the N-word or something. Uh, Biden is terrified of letting the word Tesla pass his lips. You know, it's funny as you were saying that. You've just proved the point I'm about to make. I wish science were advanced to the point where, like some litmus paper or some test, you could test a statement or a policy. And have it come back like they, those those fascinating uh, studies of the, the atmosphere of a planet that's many light years away. They could tell you, oh, this policy turns out to be 84% politics and uh, only right. 10% wanting to save energy or save the planet. Right. And you could, like, have a spectrograph reading of that. How helpful would that be? But like I say, you don't need my damn fanciful spectrograph because I think you've nailed it. That's proof. You you could say, look, we're all adults here. You could say, now Tesla's done some wonderful things technically. They've uh, produced a fabulous car. I, I don't appreciate the way they make it impossible for unions to stand up for their workers' rights. But they've proved that blah, blah, blah. Hey, that's not that crazy, subtle a message. You could say that, and, and your union buddies would feel like, yes, you've rubbed your their thigh like you're supposed to as a, a Democrat president. But uh, so phony. That is something. And I'm just shocked the media
2: never calls them
3: on it. Anyway. Well, I, You know, speaking of guiding principles, that, uh, that idea of the, the NATO of progressivism, or I can't remember exactly how you phrased it or uh, whoever you're quoting, the idea that on the left, you dare not, as a uh, hardcore, let's go green person, criticize a hardcore, let's give children sex change operations person. If you're on the left, you never criticize each other. You never admit to any fault.
2: How's everybody doing? You happy with life? January is over. How was dry January? How was damp January for a lot of people? Or is everybody uh, it's tomorrow the biggest party day of the year now? Is, that gonna, is New Year's Eve going to be supplanted by February 1st as the biggest party day of the year? As dry oh, yeah. January becomes a bigger and bigger deal?
3: Yeah, tomorrow we get crunk. It's I kind get, of a
2: tradition. I, I yeah. can see that happening. It'd be kind of, kind of funny. That dry January becomes so big that February 1st becomes a giant party day. It's like St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> that would be funny. That's awesome. Followed, of course, by Groundhog Day. Groundhog's Day on uh, Thursday, which is obviously very exciting for all children, right? If you're
3: above eight and you're talking about this, check yourself. Groundhog Day? Groundhog's Day. Which is it? I always say Groundhog's And who Groundhog's cares? I'm day, above eight years old.
2: Moving on. I was talking to my son last night as we were laying in bed about the movie Groundhog's Day, which it's interesting that I think that, that that is the number one thing that comes to people's mind when you think Groundhog. I mean, it's it's become a phrase people use for, you know, anything repeating itself. Sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, that is a powerful thing for a movie to become a an everyday phrase as opposed to a phrase
3: indicating Middle Ages weather prediction techniques. <laughs> <laughs> right that's only amusing to six years old six year olds, yeah yeah
2: i, I was thinking I'm, i was trying to do the research last night to see if my kids i think uh based on uh reading that my kids could watch ground uh, groundhog day with bill murray and it's just it's just a fascinating psychological human study so i think we're going to watch that that's what we'll do for uh tomorrow night to get ready. Yeah, for the groundhog
3: only caution that leaps to my mind is it'll be slow paced you'll be shocked at how so slow paced it it is not nearly cut, 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 flashing light, bang, chase, cut.
2: Yeah, because I want him to contemplate that whole what What would you do if you could do, I mean, that that's the whole point of the movie is what, what, what would you do if, you know, life had no meaning or purpose or you're just stuck in your routine or what do you want to do? Do you want to be evil? Do you want to be good? Do you want it's, to, it's fascinating. So I think we'll watch that and I'll report back on how it affects the young. Um. Uh, let's start the show officially because I got. I want to play this clip. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is the end of dry January, January the 30th year, 20, 2023. No donuts for me in 23. We are Armstrong and Getty,
3: and we approve of this program. Okay, then. Let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regulation. Here comes the show and Mark.
0: Our top story, believe it or not, Stormy Daniels back in the news.
3: Yeah, real flashback here. There you go.
2: I just found that very amusing. Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC saying, our top story,
3: Stormy Daniels in the news. Wow. Back in the news. You are the news. You decided what was in the news. (laughs) I just, yeah.
2: Man, oh, man, oh, man. If you don't watch MSNBC, they cannot let go of Donald Trump. Every morning, within 30 seconds, you will hear his name, Every day, and now reaching so far back, is to bring up Stormy Stormy Daniels. Absolutely amazing!
3: Wow, wow! You know, I I hate to give away one of our big stories, but Cindy Williams, beloved TV starlet of the seventies and eighties, has passed. And it's like we're obsessed, so obsessed with Laverne and Shirley that you know we bring up Squiggy now and again. Surely Stormy Daniels is like the squiggy of the Donald Trump era. I mean, you're reaching when you're doing a loving retrospective on Stormy. Do, do I get I don't even don't. Don't tell me why she's quote unquote back in the news. I don't want to know. I, I don't want to be party to that crap.
2: And I don't want to talk about it. But good. Um. Our lead story, Stormy Daniels.
3: <laughs> really? Back in the news. Wow. Okay.
2: Well, we'll try All to get right. to some other stories that we hope are uh, of more interest and more uh, importance to you throughout the day today. I'll update you on a number of things. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's strong. I can't wait. Our text line, if you want to jump into the conversation ever, is 415 295 KFTC.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: private put down your phone this is the army sort high five casino is a social casino it's on your phone goes wherever you go i win three spins cash prizes free daily rewards over 1200 games i want again platoon present cell phone high five high five casino Casino. win at high five casino high five casino is a social casino no purchase necessary void we're prohibited play responsibly conditions apply see website for details high five casino
4: this is it your moment at Edu.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: We didn't get to the story yesterday that Auto insurers are dropping some Hyundai and Kia cars. They won't insure them anymore because they're stolen so much for a variety of technical reasons. Chicago. Police in Chicago estimate one in ten registered Kias were stolen in 2022. Ten
3: percent of the Kias were stolen in Chicago in 2022. That's was yeah, astounding a range, number. There was a range of years that they just lacked a basic uh, anti-theft device. And the criminals are good at their jobs. They know. Imagine that a ten, you
2: drive a car that there's a
3: 10% chance it's going to be stolen in a year and given <laughs> year. <your>, that's amazing. <laughs> wow. Wow, fantastic. Here's your Freedom Loving quote of the day continuing on with Abram Lincoln. Eh, I think I'll go with this one. Don't interfere with anything in the Constitution. That must be maintained, for it is the only safeguard of our liberties. Hey, now. Lincoln, who also said, if the will of the people isn't with the Constitution, the Constitution wouldn't do us any good. There you go. But but you got to have both, right? It's not one or the other. It's both. You must have the Constitution and the understanding of the enthusiasm for the love of it that gives it its uh, its weight. It's effectiveness. Who's with me? Mailbag. woo Drop us an email, mailbag, at armstrongandgetty.com. You know, I should have printed the one email I came across uh, talking about the Memphis police beating saying, whatever happened to Innocent proved guilty, you guys are no worse, the better than... It's just...
2: I don't know what to do for you. So now there are three EMTs that got fired, huh? Because we were all wondering about that. They're in Memphis? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We'll talk more about that
3: later. But Everybody's
2: wondering, isn't that your whole job? You show up and somebody's hurt, you check and see how they
3: are? They we'll get around to it eventually. <clears throat> so moving along uh, to the email, some lighter fare. Uh, Campbell writes, hello there. I'd like to formally request that Jack stop using his line, no donuts for me in 23. While saying it each day may help him stay accountable, it's caused me to eat more donuts in 23 than really? I have from the last several years. Wow, uh, Interesting. And we're talking me seeking out and purchasing donuts, not just eating the free ones coworkers leave in the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yes, yeah, they're constantly putting it in his mind
2: that the, is the problem. I've been there. The seeking out. Yes,
3: that is uh, crossing a line. Uh, speaking of uh, the New Year resolutions, that sort of thing, we talked late in the show yesterday. yesterday about nudge words. What's your nudge word? It's a phrase neither one of us had ever heard. It's a focus word you're supposed to use to remind yourself of what you want to do and be in the new year. Like gratitude or discipline or connections. Just a mantra, if you will. John writes, uh, my nudge word is actually a phrase, just keep drinking. Wow. (laughs) Not good, John. Not. Who am I to judge another man's nudge phrase? Sure. My my nudge word is judgment. Actually, I said it was vengeance yesterday. Right. Some days, you know, I lose focus. I start dreaming about this or thinking about that or, or just, you know, I'm, I love my wife and I get hung up on that and I forget. 2023 is about vengeance. <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, let's see. On the topic once again of the police brutality thing, uh, Dan writes uh, uh, an understanding this. Uh, this book is about what happened to men who fell into a particular culture. It's a rough read or listen. The book is ordinary men. The Reserve Police Battalion 101 and the Final Solution in Poland. I've talked
2: about this book many times. It's uh, one of the most amazing things
3: you could. uh, Everybody should read it.
2: They should teach it in high school just so everybody understands human nature. Yeah. We are all apparently capable of becoming monsters. That would seem to be the case.
3: There are elements of that in the, uh, the book, The Rape of Nan King, where people find themselves abandoning any pretense at humanity and become vicious animals.
2: Yeah, right. It features a guy who shows up and looks around and says, how are these soldiers doing these awful things? And like a month, he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, and so as we saw with the EMTs being arrested, it ex- extends beyond the police and whatever training and... Uh, qualifications they have. I assume it's completely different for the EMTs. I mean, it's a completely mm-hmm. different thing. And the uh, same result. They just lost their ability to see some of these street people or criminals or whatever as human beings.
3: Yeah, the young man in question was never in per- trouble with the law. He was a thoroughly respectable fella, uh, according to all accounts. and. Oh. Uh, but, you know, and, and going an inch deep and just uh, issuing harsh and immediate judgments is kind of what talk radio does. I, I would rather reach some sort of understanding uh, to help cops and first responders because it, 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 you have to detach yourself. As a a cop or a first responder, to some extent, otherwise the horror of every murder, every rape, every beating, every child abuse, every everything, it would tear your soul apart. You couldn't do the job for a year. You couldn't do it for a week. So you have to hold yourself back a little bit. But that can easily turn into dehumanizing the people that you're dealing with, and that ends in something terrible as well. So how do we find the sweet spot? Can it be done? That, to me, is a fascinating question. It's much more interesting than just casting aspersions. Then you have this point by Adam, which I think is brilliant and terrible. Guys, I usually don't look up these types of videos, but I want to see for myself. I clicked on a New York Post story. They didn't have the video, but they did have the still shots sliding through the images. They stuck advertising images in between each one. I'm reminded of why I don't look these up. Now, news places are profiting from advertisements between still shots of a murder.
2: Wow. They know you want to see it so bad they put ads in the middle. That is something. Wow. We've got much more on this topic. You can weigh in, by the way, with comments on this, like if you're an EMT or cop or married to one. Text line is 415-295-KFT. See if you miss an hour of the show. Get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
0: Armstrong and Getty. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games, right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com.
1: High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at high HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino.
4: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
0: Armstrong
4: and Getty Show. Guys, I want to say congrats to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles on advancing to Super Bowl 50. You could tell Philly
2: partied hard last night because today the Rocky statue is holding up Tylenol and a Gatorade. Of course, everyone in Kansas City is just as pumped. This is the Chiefs' third Super Bowl appearance in the last four years. Even Tom Brady is like, hey, give someone else a chance. Hey, hey, Tom Brady, who, according to one of your major sports publications, may be going to the 49ers to be their quarterback for one year. He wants to win. They want to win. They got a young guy. They may be wanting to watch somebody
3: else. Ah, whatever. Well, we'll judging see. by the past season, he's going to be the 49ers quarterback for about three weeks, dropping like flies.
2: So. Gallup polls people regularly on what they think the biggest problem is in the country, U.S.'s worst problem, and it's changed in the last couple of months. So uh, a couple of months ago, not surprisingly, the number one problem for people was inflation, followed by the economy in general which uh, I remember at the time I was thinking, how do you separate those things out? But whatever. Um, Now, the number one problem at 21% on the list, it's the government slash poor leadership. And uh, economy inflation has receded somewhat. I think it's just because we're used to it. It's not like it's better. Mm.
3: I mean, it's slowing, but prices are still crazy high, so... Right, the the fear factor, I think, is yeah. declining. Yeah, the f- it doesn't seem to be like growing as a crisis. It seems to be uh, shrinking somewhat, but it's still super sucky. Anyway, unlike the prices, which are not shrinking. And right.
2: God dang it, you you know, you got to protect the eggs they're like they're like they're your
3: child. Sure. Please, they're like you know, uh, dragon eggs in Harry Potter. I
4: don't think
2: I uh, did. I have I ordered eggs at a restaurant recently. So is is your is your egg dish at a restaurant crazy expensive now? You just get two eggs over easy with toast and hash browns. One of my favorite meals in the world.
3: Is it like thirty bucks? You know, my beloved bride is doing the intermittent fasting thing where she doesn't start eating till like one o'clock in the afternoon. So we don't go out for breakfast much anymore, which I miss. That what's, was always a nice thing. What's her window? It's like one to eight or something. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, getting back to the poll. Uh, I find I'm, a, I'm very... a two to
2: seven person. Two to seven for the intermittent fasting.
3: Okay. <laughs> this is reminiscent, Michael, is it not, of the day when Jack informed us that Thursday is this garbage day? That's <laughs> I mean, it's right. Just, it's really <laughs> revealing. Um you know, it's funny, something something clicked in my head as we were discussing, uh, you know, so the number one uh, problem regarding Americans in the Gallup poll government and poor leadership, right? Mm. And then we started talking about inflation and how inflation is not rising, even though the prices are, the rate of inflation is actually sinking. But the White House regularly lying, saying inflation is coming down, prices are coming down. No, the rate of growth is coming down. They're still growing. So when you get a bunch of lying liars from... The Oval Office on down, yeah, I can see why Americans are pretty contemptuous of their leadership. You know, it's both parties, too. It's worth pointing out some of the issues way
2: down at the bottom that, uh, you know, three, four percent of people say is uh, America's biggest problem. You know, and this cuts both ways politically. Crime violence is way down at four percent, only four percent of people naming that as our biggest problem. And but also, um, uh, race relations is at only five percent. Racism. Racism is at 5% hmm. as a country. Of course, in a country dominated by white supremacy, you would expect that, wouldn't
3: you? Yeah, I happen to be looking at the uh, bipartisan numbers, and they differ, as you might guess. Those are your uh, average out numbers. But, you know, the, to quibble, because I am a quibbler, the thing that bothers me, like all polls of this sort, is they say, what is the most important problem? Mm-hmm come on whose life is like that where you get to choose one thing yeah I'm worried about my kid and heart disease I'm really really worried about both of them nope you gotta pick one and then we'll talk about that and you'll <laughs> pretend the other was done if it exists because you're stupid and I'm stupid let's be stupid together <laughs> god it makes me crazy <laughs> oh boy yeah. Wouldn't it be more useful to say, pick three or four things you think are really important problems? Then look at that list. Anyway, <laughs> that's pretty funny.
2: Um, you want to get into that more or not?
3: I don't know. I'm so disgusted. I'm not sure I have it in.
2: Uh, major announcement from uh, the federal government yesterday that is worth mocking, as so many things are. I'll tell you about that in just a second. But speaking of eating. During my two to seven, how do I throw to throw together some meal uh, easy, you know, with a couple of kids to raise and
3: working and everything else? HelloFresh is the answer. Oh, and it's such good food. So family dinners are easier. They're, they're more hearty and nutritious and yummier. HelloFresh now has 40 weekly recipes to choose from. More choices than ever. Skip this trip to the grocery store. All the pre-measured ingredients get delivered right to your door, and it's fresh. It's right there in the name, HelloFresh. You whip it up. And yummy. It's fabulous. What is
2: my number one problem in a household? Figuring out how to feed kids when I'm not really a cook and I'm a single dad. And HelloFresh is pretty handy for that. And it's actually cheaper. So it's
3: super high quality, healthy, and significantly cheaper when you look into it uh, with HelloFresh. Yeah, then grocery shopping or certainly restaurant takeout. Make eating easy and fun with America's number one meal kit. Sign up today for 65% off plus free shipping with the code Armstrong65 at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. That's the code Armstrong65 at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65.
2: So I regularly complain about the media not asking what seems to be an obvious question, like the obvious question. For instance, Joe Biden touting electric cars and never mentioning Tesla. <clears> hmm <throat> Uh nobody ever raises their hand to say how how come you don't talk about Tesla? I mean, that's the only electric car that's really ever made a dent in electric cars. I mean, electric cars wouldn't even be a thing hardly without Tesla, but you never talk about it. Nobody ever mentions that. Nobody has asked this yet as far as I know. The president announced yesterday that the national COVID emergency is over and they will take away the special powers in May.
3: Yes, in May, in Jack. In May. So you don't want to rush it. So
2: did anybody raise their hand and say, um, if the COVID emergency is over, and I think everybody looking around here feels like it's been over quite some time, why does it take four more months of emergency
3: powers to get us there? What is that all about?
2: But nobody asked those questions.
3: No, I actually kind of know the the answer to that like question to that. because I've been looking into it. Um, if if Craig the Obamacare, i Craig the healthcare guru, were here, he could answer it uh, a lot better than I can. Uh, it's what time is it? Yeah, I got a minute for this. The emerge the end of the emergency planned for May 11th. It's nice to be able to plan for the end of an emergency. Well, it just shows you what kind of an emergency it is will bring about a complex set of policy policy changes and signal a new chapter in the government's pandemic response and health care in general let me get to the nitty-gritty part uh, an abrupt end to the emergency declarations would create wide-ranging chaos and uncertainty throughout the healthcare system for states for hospitals and doctors offices and most importantly for tens of millions of americans according to the white house it has to do with who pays for tests, hospitals, treatments, um, uh, to, to, to time off, just a dozen different things that Medicaid paid for unless you're in Medicare. But that, if you're in a private plan, then they'd apply to the government to be recompensed. And the hospital, on the other hand, was getting extra money for blah, blah, blah. One point that Craig, the healthcare guru, has made many times is that depending on where you live, somewhere between 65 and 75% of all medical care goes through the government already. We already have government healthcare. And so the answer to your question, Jack, is the complex web of government regulations and payment schemes and the rest of it. They need months to figure out how to unknot it.
2: Well, then they should have started months earlier because it ending in May of 23... when nobody feels like
3: there's a COVID emergency going on, is way too late. Meanwhile, in a related story, the uh, idea of the COVID emergency is the reason for uh, the need to forgive student loan debt. Right. The Biden administration is trying to argue in court that, well, it was necessary that the start of the program be during an emergency, but it can continue after the emergency, and that's okay.
2: Because they're still not paying the student loans, right? That never kicked back in again.
3: All right, right, about that. Y- right, right, yeah. yeah. The the forgiveness hasn't happened, right. but the don't bother paying until we tell you is continued. I wow, think.
2: wow. That is amazing. If you're dealing with that, let us know on the text line, 415-295-KFTC. We did get this email from a, a state farm insurance agent talking about the Kias and the Hyundais that they're no longer going to cover its particular years for particular reasons. But yeah, in Chicago, of a particular kind of kia one out of ten of them was stolen last year that's amazing wow that is absolutely amazing you're right the thieves. yes michael it's gotten so bad that on
3: social media they have videos on tiktok of people showing how to steal these cars oh
2: is that what those videos were i've seen up yeah. on tv so it's it's so easy they put videos out and say this is all you gotta do you you open the door you stick this wire on this wire bingo bango you got a key and you drive off
3: of course, YouTube, it's fabulous. And then what? Dri- yeah. Dripping sink, you want a car, but you don't want to buy one? It's there for you. Want to steal a car and hotwire it? Yeah.
4: yeah. Um, Speaking
3: of machines, and well, I don't want to give too much away. Is it a little weird to be nostalgic about a machine? A mechanism? Uh, no, I don't think so. One of the most famous machines ever made is going away. Will never be made again. Okay. That's a good tease. And it tease. makes me sad, Jack. That's a good tease.
2: Is that a tease? Is it going to tell you're going to tell us coming up?
3: I have to stay tuned. Yeah, that's the idea. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was, it could remain unspoken, but apparently not. <laughs> I will oh. tell you after this short break, and your curiosity will be rewarded <laughs> for staying with us. Also, Joe Biden, uh, speaking of
2: nostalgia, a callback of one of his favorite stories that has been debunked as a lie over and over again, and he told it again yesterday. Joey,
3: baby! Exactly, that story. (laughs) He
2: told the story again! Oh! How has nobody pulled him aside and said, hey, Washington Post, New York Times. I mean, not not just Fox. Everybody has torn this story apart. You really should stop telling it. But he told it for the eighth time on camera yesterday. Uh, Stay with us.
0: Armstrong and Getty Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every 4 hours, only at highfivecasino.com.
1: High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at high, the Number 5 casinocom
4: at Purdue edu.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: But it was
2: Did we get that clip of Biden or no?
3: No, I guess not. Okay. It's in process, Jack. In process, okay. Armstrong and Getty, world exclusive. Joe Biden saying goofy crap. <laughs> it's, yeah, hardly a world exclusive. Yeah, and there's still some people who say he's uh, going to be running again. Well, if he does, it's going to be sad. So sad. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll play a little clip uh,
2: just, just for fun because he told his Amtrak story. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead.
3: When I was do vice do.
1: president, I flew over a million miles on Air Force Two. And I was uh, going home as a United States uh, as vice president. Oh, here he goes again, kids. The said to
3: me, hey, Joe, big deal. A million, whatever, 200. You said, you've you've traveled over a million miles on Amtrak. I said, How the hell do you know that? And they added it up. There. But folks, look, I made a thousand <laughs> so, trips through so, this tunnel. Wow. So-
2: <laughs> that, wow. Was, that was his new... Trying to take out all the things that have been debunked as obvious lies version of it while he just kind of half remembers and it doesn't quite fit in into talk what he's talking about anyway. so God wow. dude, his whole Amtrak thing we gotta, maybe for the podcast we'll play the whole edited down version. It's several minutes long. Oh my God, he was at his I'm an old man barely able
3: to read this worst. Jeez, he is just wow. not his fault. but oh my God. Yeah, grab Armstrong and Getty one more thing uh, later today. Ah, yeah, it's gone from Grandpa's telling the Amtrak story again to now Grandpa can't even get through it. He just has some of the key words that he trails off and just stares into the distance. Oof. Oof is well, right. We'll all be there someday, you know, God willing. Well, speaking of the passage of time, Jack, today, this very day, the last Boeing 747 that will ever be built is rolling off the assembly line, as it were, getting uh, given, being handed over to its new owner. The last 747. Now, if you're of our generation, uh, it probably means a little more to you because it was such an astounding beast when it first came on the stage in the uh, late 60s and uh, popularized in the early 70s. This enormous airplane.
2: And star With of the, all those disaster movies,
3: oh yeah, yeah. With its uh, you know upper deck lounge and uh, and just four giant engines, just this airplane was so big you couldn't even believe it flew. And you'd see it in airports or you see it taking off and landing. It was just everybody was awestruck who watched the thing. Uh, but uh, the industry's changed and the technology's a lot better. They can fly as many people much more efficiently than you can on that behemoth. Interesting uh, 747 fact, the second story, the the bulge in the front of the thing, that was not so there could be a groovy, swinging Austin Powers lounge there. It was so that they could front load cargo much more quickly in the fat end of the plane. Mm. So they lifted the flight deck up above the. The, uh, you know, the whole passenger floor, excuse me, aviation experts, the lingo I'm a little fuzzy on. I'm like Joe Biden with Amtrak. Joey, baby, it's not called the floor. Anyway. Uh, my has been wet. My bus been wet. Uh, but it, if you've ever toured, there are a couple of airplane museums around, or, you know, museums of flight, aviation around the country. If you can tour a 747 and look at what makes it tick and, and get an appreciation for its immensity, it's really, really cool. Well, on the
2: Universal Studios tour, they have a crashed one that they've used for a gazillion different movies. And it's laying on its side with the wing broken off and half the roof torn off and all the seats burnt and stuff like that. So you really get a good look to see the plane uh, top to bottom, inside and out. Really cool. Also, mm-hmm. frightening as hell if you contemplate the idea of a plane crash. But uh, Why would you? I was on uh, a 737 yesterday with Southwest in a flight that got... Uh, bumped up two hours, then moved back and then moved delayed again. And then so I, whatever, uh, it ought to be against the law to delay your flight. And then all of a sudden announce it's back to the original time. Everybody on the plane. dang it running through the airport with my belt in my teeth holding my shoes in my hands but anyway um uh the brand new 737s man it's they're so nice everything the the overhead compartment opens and shuts so nice and the bathroom doors work and everything like that i like that when you get on the really old timey ones that look
3: like they are made were made in the 60s Ooh, yeah yeah soviet uh you know Surplus airplanes, yeah. Uh, so uh, one more note on the 747. Uh, you will see them around for a very long time. Don't worry about it. They're still hugely important in the world of moving cargo around the globe. And they think it's entirely, impossible, uh, entirely possible that the one that was uh, rolled off the assembly line today will be flying in 50 years. Uh-huh. Flying uh, you know stuff back and forth across the planet. But still, an amazing feat of engineering. American know-how, Jack. They're good folks at Boeing.
2: Yeah, I don't know the ins and outs of it. It is kind of surprising that the great big giant plane is just not doesn't make sense anymore.
3: Mm, right. Well, yeah, there have been, and they go through the history of, of that sort of thing here and explain that various air buses could move every bit as many passengers just with two engines. That's the one thing they did. Okay. They figured out how to develop enough thrust through two engines to move a huge number of humans through the air. So it, it saves fuel. Gotcha. Uh, the, with its distinctive hump, the 747, nicknamed the Queen of the Skies. All right, I never called it that. But. The Queen of the Skies. The queen on. is gone, Jack, except that it's still here. There will be no more queens built when well, sure The metaphor be kind of breaks the down there. Queen of the Skies, I would say as I walked onto the plane. Kids, welcome aboard the Queen of the Skies, I'd say as we headed through first class, then second class, then whatever's behind second class into the cattle area. <laughs> Squeeze the, in next to the sweaty fat man, kids. We'll only be here five hours. It'll be fine. Down with the pets and what other, other cargo?
2: There's barely any pressurized air. That's where I'm sitting.
3: Right, exactly. Of course, back in the day, there, as a buddy of mine just pointed out, there were, there were ashtrays in the armrests as well, so you could. Uh, <laughs> Uh, put out your, your cancer dart there. And, uh, <laughs> enjoy the rest of your flight. <laughs> um, some more people charged
2: in that horrifying beating murder there in Memphis. EMTs, more cops. We probably should touch on that, among other things. If you missed an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to com. Today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! woo So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone! Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games, yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? woo I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High
0: Five, high five Casino. casino. Timon's Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her
2: dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to
3: get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You
1: wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for
3: beer like this one.